Hi, it's Sunny. And this week on Cheery Conversations, my friend Becky Alcantar, the co-founder of Journey to Wholeness, is with me. And we talk about how to handle holiday stress. But what I love about our conversation is we're talking about how to fight it before it's here, how to plan for it, and how to deal with whatever could cause us stress, especially in this holiday season where we already were dealing with a pandemic and a new set of normal. Now we're facing the holidays. And so we talk about how to fight it, but really how to just get ready before it hits. Enjoy. Welcome to Cheery Conversations. I'm with my friend and co-worker, co-pastor, co-everything yeah. in life. I don't need cue cards for you. I know you're married to Ruben. Thank I know you. you have three kids yeah. and your daughter just went to college. She did. We dropped her off and we're trusting her and we're trusting the world, which oh. I don't like at all. Yeah, it, yeah, it's strange. Yeah. And so uh, the holidays are going to look different. We're going to talk about the holidays, yeah. the holiday stress, because life has been stressful for months. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to be close to a year soon and it's just not been normal. And so we're going to talk about holiday stress because it kind of is added to the stress of our life. And because you are the co-founder, the author, writer of Journey to Wholeness, which it is the program that saved Sean and I's marriage. Mm -hmm. And I mean, saved us as parents. I mean, we wouldn't be the parents we are, the people we are without it. And so many people are being changed by Journey to Wholeness. You talk about stress in that. That's part of the process of going through journey. But talk about holiday stress. You just said there's three things. (laughs) Pre-show, you said there's three things. Can you remember those? You rattled them off. like they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask me to say it again. I never can. So just record me or write really fast. Uh, well, there's there are three things. So we, we try to fit into our schedule things that we normally wouldn't. Uh, then we have comparison factor. If you're on social media at all, you're looking at all the Pinterest boards and all of the decorations and suddenly you feel compelled to actually match that expectation yeah. that you never had and never do have for anything else in your life. And then you have the family dynamics. And if you don't spend lots of time with your family during the year, suddenly you squeeze that into about six Mm, weeks where you're spending tons of time. And add that to the stress that we've encountered with all the change that we've had to face. Everyone is at a high stress level. And so we just wanna prepare you for the holidays Mm -hmm. because in as much as we can face stress in the holidays when things are normal, now we have new challenges and we have new dynamics and Mm -hmm. we have added pressures that maybe will play into these holidays as well. And so we just want you to be prepared because your holidays can be fantastic if you have a plan and if you uh, know that you may be triggered by certain things. There are certain things that have happened to you. And so let me prepare myself so that this can actually be a great holiday time. Spending time with family, uh, all of these festivities are going to be great. I, I saw something recently that said, uh, you want to put up your tree right now? Hey, it's 2020. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> if that awesome. makes you happy, yeah. do that. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, why not? Like yeah. the kids are telling us to turn on the lights and we're like, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever makes us happy right now, we have to chase after that. Um, but you can be happy over the holidays, it doesn't have to be stressful, but know that we are just at a high stress yeah. meter right now. And so what can you do to lower that stress now so that you can enter into the season and really enjoy it, maybe for the first time ever? Yeah, well, in expectations, I, th- I think back to when my kids were little and one of the keys to like preparing them for the restaurant, mm-hmm. I learned this from someone and it was brilliant advice, that if I'm preparing my kids for the restaurant, that I need them to stay in their high chair or I need them to stay in the booth, 
They need to know we're gonna be there with people talking for a long yeah. time. When I gave a pep talk and an expectation ahead of time, even like it's gonna be a long time, yeah. and when you get sick of it, you can play with your toys. There was a preparation for yes. them, and the expectation wasn't we're going mm -hmm. into this theme park and we're gonna run around. Right. It was, let's prepare ourselves. It's not gonna be what you guys really wanna do right now. Yeah. Huge difference than just throwing them in. And, and really, because we know we're in a stressful, mm -hmm time before the holidays hit and then holidays because people are like, how are we going to afford getting our parents yes. something or we can afford it, but what do we get them? And then they always get mad when it's, we weren't thoughtful or, oh, I, I just want to get gift cards for everybody. Mm -hmm. That's a stressor for me. I want to just give gift cards because to me, give me a gift card. I'll go shopping. Yeah. I love shopping. Yeah. But some people that's offensive. Like, right. oh, you didn't that's think about language. me. Like you gave me right. money, you threw some money at me. So then I'm stressed thinking there's gift people and I'm offending them, Yeah. but I'm giving them what I'd want. And just that, you don't even realize how much turmoil that mm -hmm. creates. And then I think it's not about the gifts. Mm -hmm. And so I frankly, half the time don't want to even shop for our kids. Cause I'm like, what's it matter? Mm -hmm. So Sean takes that on. So so the expectation of, guys, this is going to be a rough one. Mm -hmm. Maybe let's sit down as a family mm -hmm. or as a couple. Yes. And let's talk about things aren't normal. So how are we going to do this? Because it's not going to be a normal Christmas. Right. It's not going to be a normal Thanksgiving. And Journey Home, as we talk about, you don't go on a journey without planning out where you're going to go. Because if you do that, you're going to find either you're going in circles or you're fighting really fast because someone took a wrong turn and you didn't end up where you thought you were going to go. Yeah. And so you have to set a vision. And uh, Ruben and I did this really early on because we observed, we waited a little bit to have kids and we observed all of our friends having kids and we saw how hectic it would get mm. where you'd have to go to one family and then another family yeah. and then uh, who's uh, Christmas and, and their Christmas and then our Christmas and gift kitty and we thought we don't want to do that. Mm. We wanted to set a standard for our home so we really envisioned what does that look like and we got mm. down to the minute details. How does... Um, Thanksgiving look and how does Thanksgiving day look for us and how does the Friday after Thanksgiving look for us right because there were some traditions and practices that our family engaged in they were like you know what maybe that's not for us and since mm -hmm. we're a married couple and this is our family that we're building right now let's actually make a plan and decide that for and ourselves. And to be clear you probably didn't make that plan the night before you were supposed no, to be in Milwaukee with no, family. No remember this was us looking at our friends with their kids going when we have children what's our plan yes. going to be and quite honestly we talked about it and then we forgot about it and so then uh, when we our kids were small we we had a, a Christmas or two where we were running around and we thought wait a second didn't we talk about this mm. and so sometimes you have to remind yourself and we said what does what do we want that to look like what does Christmas Eve look like what does Christmas Day look yeah. like and we really set that and stuck to it was it convenient for everybody no was there a learning process yes yeah. right but once we communicated that um, and once we put in practice and once we stuck to those boundaries then it became the norm for our family. Well, and also if you, it's kind of like marriage, <clears throat> excuse me, it's like marriage and fighting. Yeah. You, you are not going to probably get to a great conclusion in the midst of right. a fight no. or, you know, the very next hour. Mm -hmm. If you cool off and then you're like, okay, let's set some new standards, mm -hmm. maybe some fight rules, but also just let's talk about this when we're both right. peaceful. If we wait to tell our family we're not coming for Thanksgiving till the week before, Absolutely. it's not only that they're going to not take it well, but you actually didn't think about their planning because right. in their mind, this is, well, I already bought the turkey. Mm -hmm. But what we do is we're like, oh gosh, put it off. One, we don't want confrontation. So we put it off and we, it ends up blowing up in our face. Mm -hmm. But if I told my family six months ahead, 
mm-hmm. or a year ahead, that starting when our kids are born or when they're one and two years old, we're going to do Thanksgiving here. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to come or not, but mm-hmm. we're doing Thanksgiving here. We're doing Christmas. And if that's six months or more ahead, and this right. is like, this is ongoing, they're not going to like it. We get it. Yeah. But it's not in the midst of that fight, just yeah. like in marriage. It's in conversation and it's ahead of time. And it's year to year. So even though we have these practices, we come back to them. So right about now when we start seeing pumpkins, we start having conversations about Thanksgiving and Christmas and what that looks like and how does your schedule look and what can we fit in? Because it doesn't have to happen on a certain day. And that's the first lesson we have to learn. But we really had to learn to not only make that decision for ourselves and envision it. Because when we envisioned it, then we saw something different that we were really aspiring to and that we craved and wanted, mm-hmm. right? And then that took time to develop that. Uh, our our goal for our house was simplicity during the holidays, mm. right? Jesus, and we took our cue from Jesus and him being born in a manger. When you think about a baby being born, you don't bust in and go, hey, you go, is the baby asleep? Oh, that's good. Right? And so you think about the snow coming and that blanketing and and that quietness that comes with Christmas. Mm. We wanted to preserve that. We wanted to model after that. And so everything that we did and everything we decided was to simplify, Mm. simplify, simplify. So we put into some really practical practices that helped us to control ourselves because again we're so susceptible to the pinterest and to the social media and we you get caught up in in the excitement and and you have a little bit of fomo you don't want to miss out on anything and you said earlier comparison comparison you see what others are sure building and buying and preparing yes so we early on set a three gift rule for ourselves okay no one was going to get more than three gifts in our household because we had been witness to mountains of gifts and the stress of that and then credit card debt and then yes and and in january you have a big hangover from all of the things that you engaged in 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 five to six weeks that you're trying to recover from over time and we just didn't want it to bring on stress and anxiety we really wanted to enjoy the holiday season and so that again came from planning ahead of time making a vision for our family and how we wanted Mm -hmm. that to look what we wanted to remember what memories we wanted our kids to have and so with our uh, determining this is how it's going to look now came the actual planning so actually taking out your calendar and saying okay here's the blocks of time that I'm going to reserve for that quiet and scheduling that in every week mm. so for quiet for our family meant a polar express night and where we had chocolate mm. and marshmallows and watched a movie together mm. and snuggled under the blankets mm-hmm. it meant another time we were uh, talking about uh, generosity with our kids by the fire mm. and we were just doing quiet things it was a game night it doesn't have to be complicated right they sound like oh you planned it out no way we looked for the the leftover Nesquik from the year before (laughs) and we mixed it up and we just told our kids they could be in your pajamas and we were going to spend time together because they are our priority during the holidays and Mm -hmm. too often we can drag our kids along and teach them how to be anxious and stressed out during the holidays well and when you say when we say the holidays we know we're encompassing thanksgiving christmas Mm -hmm. new year's it's like this big time frame and really what we picture is leading up to it it's the go to the mall it's go to shopping it's extended hours which hours were cut back in the pandemic now mm-hmm. you know it usually it's extended hours and it is it's all about are, am i getting it on time right and it's all of that that's what's considered the holidays i love what you just brought out extend the holidays by mm-hmm. you're doing things as a family mm-hmm. not just on the day i know of a family and it's close to me i won't name names but where The holidays, yes, was a lot of action and going and moving and buying stuff Mm -hmm. and prepping and all that. 
that was the stressful part. And then all of the energy was like this one Christmas day yes. where if anything didn't go perfect, because we've spent six weeks of stressing and spending money, mm-hmm. if this one day wasn't all we envisioned, kind of like it's like a wedding day. Right. And people have said, pe- most people say, yes, it was magical, but it didn't go perfect. Right. It was done. So we in put all 15 minutes. Yeah. It's like, that's it. <laughs> that was and it. so there are a lot of people, they get a, not just a Christmas hangover, they get depressed. They get, po- they, it's like post. Mm-hmm. Partum for Christmas because it's like that wasn't what I expected and it's a letdown or the 17 gifts instead of three mm-hmm. we used to have our kids open them and then we would look at our two-year-old and be like they aren't as excited as we thought and then yeah. we're suddenly letting gloom come in mm-hmm. but we built it up that it was all about Christmas Day right no first of all no it's all about Jesus and we need to teach that but then if it's all about family I love how you spread that out the other thing that you said I want to point out is that you modeled. Mm -hmm. So yes, you modeled that for your kids. They're gonna think more deeply when they Mm -hmm. have standards for their family, but you modeled this to your extended family. Mm -hmm. It probably made them go, well, that's not how we've done it, but I wonder how many in-laws and cousins started to go, oh, you let me know six months ahead, we're not gonna exchange gifts this year, we can save our money, because that's what we're modeling. And everybody else can follow suit. And like we used to buy for uncles, aunts, cousins, my brother, and I'm like, we're adults. Let's just, we don't need to even draw names. It really is taking that broader view of what gifts are. Our time is a gift. Our presence is a gift. Uh, For me, uh, preparing a meal and experience and having people at my table is a gift. Mm -hmm. And when we acknowledge that, then the pressure comes off for trying to meet expectations or spend money or invest in things that really, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you've purchase something and you're like it's in the middle of the aisle no one ever buys this stuff and you know it's quirky but you get it and then what do you do right yeah. now you're, it's in your garage sale of the next summer right so instead of that can we invest in things in time and experiences mm-hmm. uh, that we can uh, spread out a little more and enjoy and have those conversations early just like you said it was a relief I think to all of our extended family when we said to the siblings hey we're just not going to do the gift exchange everyone take care of your own yes. kids yes. and then we'll get together and have a great old time and our family loves food and so spend money on a special dish that you like to make that everyone can enjoy and and let's spend time together and and the stress factor really really came down because again we had laid it all out and then we had made certain rules uh no more than one a holiday event a day how many people go from oh, event to event to event good. and you don't actually spend time with the people who are there you're like hey we're just stopping in we gotta go and oh thanks no you made that food i can't have that because i have to eat at two other mm. dinners and so did you really spend any quality well, and you talked time? about loving having people around the table yeah. you probably are someone that if you had a certain family crew the first week of December mm-hmm. around the table mm-hmm. and you got quality time there. And then the next week My you did it. Full. Yeah. Your cup is full. You lead into the holiday and then it's just your family, yes. your your immediate family. Shauna and I started to do Mall of America. We mm. would leave on Christmas Day after the gifts and we haven't traveled and gone anywhere. It's been us four, yeah. no more for years now, for seven, eight years now. Mm-hmm. We love it. And we'll leave on Christmas night, drive to... Minneapolis, stay at the Mall of America, and the kids use their gift cards, which they do mm-hmm. get a lot of, and they actually like when I give them yes. gift cards. They and use their gift cards. Everything's half off. Yes, and that has become like in some ways. I go, gosh, talk about raising my children in commercialism. They're going to grow up going, we went to the Mall of America, <laughs> but 
But it is something that they were at a preteen age and teen age、mm-hmm. that when we started that, it's exactly what they'd want to do.、Mm-hmm. They weren't really interested in going and sitting at grandma and grandpa's anymore. They don't、right. play with the toys. They don't、yeah. get toys. So even maybe some stress could be relieved if we sit with our family and say, okay, you guys aren't four and five、right. and six anymore. You're sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Yes, this has always been the tradition.、Mm-hmm. But let's not box in. This is what we do.、Yes. <laughs> you know that just causes stress to go. What would you guys like to do? And and they still want to have Aubrey read the dollar store, the dollar store Christmas story. Yeah. And I'm like, really, still?、Mm-hmm. And Isaiah's been fidgety and went, wanting her to get through it every year. We've <laughs>、yeah. ever read it, but they don't want to let go of that. But that's up to them. Yes. But they do like the Mall of America.、Mm-hmm. And this year, I said, I don't know. Do we really? And who knows? Like, you know, with the、right. pandemic, and, and they're like,、uh, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. But that's not what we did when they were seven or eight. So it's almost also that season. We talk in Journey to Wholeness.、Yeah. Seasons, fluidity. Yeah, it evolves. Yeah. Right. And then,、uh, so initially, it's you and your husband, and as the kids grow,、mm-hmm. now we have conversations with them.、Uh, hey, we had this idea. Should we shift this? Should we do this for them? There are certain traditions that they hold sacred, right?、Yeah. So, like the reading by the fire, we do the same thing where you read the the Christmas story by the fire. And if we don't do it, it's like, hang on, what happened?、Mm-hmm. If there's not monkey bread on Christmas morning, there's going to be a meltdown. <laughs> right? There are certain things that we incorporated that there are traditions now, and we hold those. But we also know that. They're growing and changing and evolving.、Mm-hmm. Like you said, this Christmas will be different. These holidays will be different. We have one away at college now, and we're、mm-hmm. adjusting to that. So, what do we do now? How do we make that shift? How do we make that change? And then, yes, being flexible, absolutely.、Um, and that takes everyone involved. And so, communication is key. Planning out ahead of time is key, and laying that out for yourself. And then, knowing how stress gets to you.、Mm-hmm. So, you need to understand how do you carry stress? Is it that you start Uh, your your mind starts racing more.、Mm. Is it that you get emotional?、Mm. Uh, maybe you're teary eyed all the time because maybe you've had a loss and now you know you have、mm. memories and you get emotional during this time.、Uh, maybe you carry all of your stress and anxiety in your body, right? You're at the chiropractor、right? more. Yeah. That'd be me. Maybe yeah. when you're stressed, you. Kind of wander away from your devotions、mm. and your Jesus time and your quiet time. So know、mm. what it is that.、Uh, Where your stress affects you, so that you can also, when you're doing that planning out, plan times to relieve that stress. That's good. So for you, if it's it's in my body, I get all worked up. Okay, I'm gonna sign up in December for a challenge to、uh, do. Yoga every morning, or I'm going to go get a massage one time during this time because、Which、I know. Which is counterintuitive to we wait till January to、right. get the no way. Do like, it in、no. the middle yeah, so that, that you can actually care for yourself, so that you can enjoy the things that are coming up. Yeah, I, I like say I have to do my stretches. I, you get to a certain age <laughs> and you just say that, right? <laughs> But maybe you just need to do that stretching so that you can wring out、mm. some of the stress that's been building up, so that you can address that. That's not the same for everybody. For some, it's planning coffee with a friend so that、yeah. I can talk about. Going on, and、mm-hmm. I know I'm walking into this. Hey, friend, like remind me of the things that you know about me and how far I've come because I need to walk into this situation that hasn't resolved itself yet, and I want to be my best self and love in the best way.、Mm-hmm. And so,、it. yeah, just laying it out, right? All of the things that are important to you, start scheduling those, and then acknowledge, acknowledge that you might have some trigger, you have difficult relationships. 
take an inventory. Who doesn't There's have no family judgment. Mm-hmm. There's no blame. Mm-hmm. There's no shame. Just take an inventory because if we walk in and pretend like that doesn't exist, then we're setting ourselves up for failure. Right. So yeah. we have to understand where we are in our journey as well as where maybe our family members are in their journey and then prepare ourselves. Am I being my best self? Now, if you haven't taken Journey to Wholeness, I encourage you to do that. Yes, do but it. But <laughs> if you have taken Journey to Wholeness, take out your workbooks and go through your journals mm. and remind yourself where you've come. Remind yourself of the tools that you decided you were going to implement so that you can engage with your family in the best possible way. And to give, let them off the hook. If they haven't journeyed or they haven't done the healing, yep. they're going to re- respect, re- respond and react yes. like the 12-year-old they're stuck at, mm. at as the three-year-old that can throw a so fit in the middle of a holiday. your greatest gift to them is grace and compassion. That you don't have to call that out. They don't know. They haven't had the tools, but mm-hmm. you're healed and you, I mean, we always say it, be the bigger person. We've heard, right. everybody's always said that, like be the bigger person. Right. In reality, when you're healed and whole in journey to wholeness, you be, you get to mm-hmm. be the bigger person in situations right. like right. this. Yeah. You get new eyes. And when we can see others like Christ sees them, we don't see them for the faults that are around them that they're not aware of yet. We see them for the potential that's yeah. in them. And that's really what we love. You have to focus on the beginning. I always say, go back to the beginning. There was something about that person that you adored at some point yeah. in your life. Remember that. Remember that piece when it gets a little difficult. Yeah. And know that you don't have to engage in anything. If they're worked up about masks or corona or the government or the election (laughs) or whatever we have at that time know that you don't have to engage in that but you can have compassion for the fact that they're having a hard time and they're struggling you may not want to engage and have a conversation about it but you can have grace for them now am i saying sit there and take all of it no you can also we all have boundaries boundaries. (laughs) and we've learned boundaries Yes, yes and that's the most loving thing you can do to say i hear you and i yeah i hear you're upset about that but i just yeah, I've decided I'm not going to engage in that. Let's talk about how you're doing. How are your kids doing? Shift the conversation Shift yes. to something that tool. you can enjoy talking about together, even though, you know, it might have started out on a different strain. Yeah. So, again, if we can remember that we are a gift to each other, first and foremost, and that if we can bring our healthiest self in the midst of the business. That's a gift at the holidays, right? That is a gift. Yes. Because, honestly, <laughs> I remember when I first, and I don't say it enough. I think you and Pastor John say it tons. And I actually uh, started a journey group last night. And I said, I was a prickly, difficult-to-be-around person. But I thought I was great. <laughs> <laughs> and really, we, uh, Ruben and I celebrated our 26th anniversary this summer and it's only because of journey to wholeness that we have gotten that far Mm. um and and as much as your spouse can be long-suffering and gracious and patient uh everyone has their limit Mm -hmm. and i don't know how close we were to that limit uh but i'm sure it's closer than i thought at the time Mm -hmm. and so really when you bring your best self whatever level that is and so i'm not saying you have to be perfect or you have to be healed but if you're just a step or two ahead of where you were last holidays when you came to the table everyone notices i remember the first statement i got from a cousin was why are you so nice now <laughs> yeah that, that tells that's you awesome. that that's i was awesome. not but you, there is that that option or that temptation to just fall back in line to who was the young becky the right. becky that grew up here right. i know it's easier for me to slide back into yes. who i was because who i am now is so different that that actually right. feels awkward for me and i'm like will it be awkward for them but you said it early on model 
model, model the way. Yes. And and we're going to end with this. I want to talk about journey to wholeness, but because a lot of our listeners and our viewers are women, probably, mm-hmm. there's just a couple tools that I think you said and I want to bring out. Is it scheduling in in December the things that keep you healthy? It would be that mm-hmm. self-care thing. First of all, do journey to wholeness. Second of all, have those little tools that bring the best out of you. Yes. Uh, like it's it's a splurge, but it's not unacceptable to get peppermint flavored bubble bath right. or a peppermint white chocolate when you never do sugar. Right. Just just this little like those are okay. Like mm-hmm. those I, those are not a well. You're not spiritual enough to just push through. <laughs> this isn't a pull up no. your bootstraps. That's not life. No. Life is what what am I needing right now? And ultimately, I want to end with this journey to wholeness. Mm-hmm. I Sean and I have said this. We think anyone who's breathing needs journey to wholeness. Yeah. Not just anyone who's gone through trauma because frankly, we all have. We've all gone through trials and trauma and temptations, but everybody needs it. If anything, (laughs) 2020 has shown us that life is full of challenges and obstacles and difficulties. And we always have something that we're facing. And to face those without having all the tools in your toolbox that you could possibly have, I don't want to be at a, deficit. at a disadvantage. Yeah. And so yeah. to know that I had something available to me that I could be using to actually overcome and get through and win in this life, I want to have those. Mm-hmm. And so that's a gift to yourself. Uh, if yes. you have not done Journey to Home, right? Save that the money the on the Christmas gift to each other or, or tell right. them don't pay anything for a gift or put money towards my, which it's so reasonable. I mean, what Sean and I paid for 10 times what the pre journey to wholeness mm-hmm. before it existed was mm-hmm. so much more. And I would pay 10 times more mm-hmm. for what we got out of it. Right. And it's 10 times less. And it is so valuable. Our biggest cheerleaders for journey to wholeness are the people that are currently in it yes. or who have already taken it. I mean, right. they're like, hold on, people need to do this. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, yeah. yes. We, we, but you, a lot of people, until they get to the lowest of lows, and some might be in the holiday season, yeah. they don't reach out. Just like in marriage, so many marriages, they've been suffering for years, but until they're rock bottom, right. be, until they're at a place where they're like, it's going to come out, we have a bad marriage, or mm-hmm. she's going to leave me, or he's going to leave me, now I'll tell somebody I need mm-hmm. help. That pride, mm-hmm. it's just not worth the, fr- the fight and the struggle. So thank you. You are the guru of all <laughs> things journey to wholeness and spirit emotion. Amazing. So thanks for helping thank us. You. And thanks for being with us for Cheery Conversations. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to SunnyHennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. See you next week.